this 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, we pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, Amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord Sunday becomes more fruitful, much more so, when we discover its deeper meaning, when we discover that it really is the Lord's day. It's not just a day for us. It's not the day when we simply stop doing everything that weighs us down during the week and do what we want or have a lazy day doing nothing. It's Easter Sunday every week, the day when we somehow relieve that Jesus is alive. It's the weekly Easter, the passage from the death from death to life, for you and me and everyone. Well, we must try to sanctify Sunday in some way. However, we can, depending on the situation we are in, but we must make it the Lord's day. We Catholics sometimes lack strength and courage in our faith. Sometimes it seems that we are asleep. Do we believe or don't we? Do we believe that it is the Lord's day? I know that what I'm going to say is difficult and even seems hard because of the lifestyle that we live nowadays and because having a family makes everything seem more difficult. I know that you may be thinking, well, it's easy for you to talk about sanctifying the Lord's Day because you are a priest and you have to dedicate yourself to that. It's easy because you don't have a family. I agree that sometimes we priests say things very lightly. We say what others have to do and sometimes we don't do them or we don't live them. We don't experience them or we look at them from the outside. It is true that it can happen. But don't forget that we priests were not found in the cabbage patch, nor were we brought by a stork. We had and have a family, with its good things and its difficulties, with its wounds, pains, joys and sorrows. As for me, thanks be to God, I have a beautiful family, six siblings, 
My parents, who still accompany me, and now I have a battalion of nephews and nieces, almost 18. And I also have the great family of the church, the community of my parish, which is an immense gift. So, it would be somewhat illogical to say that we play certain things by ear, that we have no family experience. If there's one thing that I have that I experience with my family and for which I'll always be very grateful, it's that the way we lived Sunday. Sunday was for us, with its comings and goings, the day of the Lord. The Lord who loves the family and loves to be loved by the family. Because that's how it is, one does not come into conflict with the other but rather one enhances the other, exalts it, uplifts it, transcends it. It was the day, the day when we dressed well, especially to go to Mass, when we went to Mass together, when we went out to buy some things to have lunch together, to receive visitors, when we enjoyed being together in some way, although, as always, sometimes we also quarreled. It was the day to do nothing but together as a family. God is not opposed to family. God is family and enjoys family, but for that you must give him his place. We must worship our Lord. We must cultivate friendship with God. We have to give him time, the time he deserves. As we do with people we love, we give them time. We must pray as a family. We must dare to pray the rosary together. We must go to Mass together as much as we can. We must be with the Lord and be with the family. Although today's glimpses of the Gospel doesn't have much to do with the theme of Sunday as the Lord's Day, it does have to do with what we might call the scale of loves, the hierarchy of love in our life. The words we hear in the Gospel sound hard, strict. Jesus sounds tough. The words sound like coming from a jealous and possessive Jesus. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves a son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Did you hear that? Whoever loves his son or his daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Don't forget those words. Don't be shocked. Don't be frightened. You and I do the same thing, or rather we intend the same thing. What do you expect from your wife or husband? Don't you want them to love you more than they love others? Of course. What do you expect from your children, that they love you or other parents more? Don't you want them to love you more than they do an uncle, an aunt, a neighbor? What do you need from your friend? Don't you wish them to love you more than a mere colleague? What do you expect from your parents? Don't you feel good when they love you more than other people do? Well, think about this. We are full of weaknesses and even bad, as Jesus, Jesus himself says. And we don't always love well, and yet we expect all that from the, the love of others. Don't you think that Jesus that God has the right to demand that we love him more than we love anyone else. Isn't it reasonable? Isn't it understandable that the one who gave us life and who gave his life for us should expect us to give it for him? 
Today, we could modernize this phrase and change it, change it somewhat to refer to present-day situations and say, whoever loves his dog or cat more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves his football team or his worldly idol more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves television, a book, his career, his profession more than me is not worthy of me. Some persons love animals more than people and more than Jesus. And that is sad. And so everyone could put their weaknesses in this sentence. We all have weaknesses that ultimately show where our heart really lies and what we are giving our life for. Today's world has filled us with priorities, which are not really priorities, which overshadow the love of Jesus. It has filled us with things that worry us and don't allow us to put each thing in its right place. Those who love in the order that Jesus desires finally end up loving more and better and love everyone and moreover love well. Those who don't love the way that Jesus teaches us not only miss out on loving the best everyone anyone can love, Jesus, but also don't really love what they say they do. They possess, as so often happens, but they don't love. May the Lord's Day serve us as a love meter, as it were, in order to measure our scale of love. Whom do we love first? Whom do we love most? May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever. Thank you.